It's a terrible football show, all right? I want whatever you guys are smoking right now. Come on, Shane. You. OH! Yeah. Oh, baby, go. yeah! <laughs> Shane, I swear to God. Welcome to a terrible football show. That's my quarterback and my teammate, man. <laughs> Ruins my fucking holiday every damn year. Alex, what up? You can thoroughly kiss my ass. Why not let us decide the top four? Yeah, let a terrible football show. Let a terrible football decide the top four. Show. Fuck you, Shake. <laughs> Roll Todd. Have a good one, guys. Oh, Have a good fuck one. Oh, oh, yeah, he's got to go. Get him out of here. Get him out of here. Uh, <laughs> I like that Baker Mayfield to myself, man. He was baking up there in the Browns, and it just turned into a big old shit pile. So- <laughs> Get that right. I will fly you out and take you to a game in Dallas of your fucking choice. Ooh. Oh, shit. Yeah, he's successful at just giving his terrible opinions. So why can't I? It's a terrible football show after all. Welcome to the Terrible Football Show, episode 79. I'm Alex Light with Sparky3. Hope you're having a phenomenal day today, whether you're watching this live alongside us, watching the fact, let's have the fact, no matter what, we appreciate the hell out of you. I'm back in the saddle after a very wonderful vacation, and shout out to both the boys for holding it down for me while I was gone. I've got Ricky in studio once again. Ricky, how are you? It's Tuesday, man. It's podcast time. Let's do it. Minshew Mania, baby! <laughs> let's go, Minshew Mania! Let's, let's go, baby! He's about to be running wild for at least like the next they month. They are undefeated when he plays. That's true. <laughs> and we got Jacob here over Discord. Jacob, how you doing? How you feeling, my guy? Thanks for hosting last week. Hey, no problem, man. It was uh, definitely nerve-wracking, to say the least, <laughs> to host this perfect <laughs> podcast last week. Um, Especially last minute, am I right? Yeah, it was. It wasn't. I wouldn't say it wasn't last minute on your part. It was very last minute on my part. Okay, fair. Yeah, and I, and I, I kept like calling him Jacob. The, the I kept two calling hours leading up to like, that show. Yeah, I heard. What? I heard. I heard that you kept calling him Alex. <laughs> I kept calling him Alex. Yeah, I heard. I heard that. Like while I was doing Six the times. editing. Yeah. Yeah, I, w- uh. I was keeping track of my own counter as well. That's <laughs> <laughs> like how many times are Ricky screwed today? Anything Beep. about it until he figured it out. Oh man! Speaking of Minshew Mania, though, Rush Mania. Let's go, Cooper Rush Mania. Let's go. Ready to go Uh, with it. Ready to go with it. Uh, Yeah, we're gonna be diving into that. Uh, Today's episode, as I have for the title, pretenders and contenders of the NFL after Week Five. We got a lot of NFL chat to talk about. We got some good college stuff. Uh, No Shane this week. Still, Uh, Shane is still like in in a. He's in a limbo phase. You know, just new job. That's all it is, guys. Uh, new job. He's just in a limbo phase. He'll he'll be here when he can be here and everything. You know, hopefully we'll see him again soon. But uh, in the meantime, the boys will hold it down uh, as, with me and we'll have a great time. Uh, but first, if you could subscribe to the channel, be a friend, tell a friend, of course. Uh, go check out some Rogue Energy. They did just reveal today uh, a new hydration flavor, which is sweet. But we need to get some more energy flavors in here, guys. Let's go. Uh, I don't. I think it was called Ruby Splash. Probably a grapefruit flavor is my guess. I didn't. I never actually saw the post. I just got the email about it. Uh, but yeah, make sure to go check out some Rogue. Get the Rogue cans. They are delicious. I recently picked up some Black Cherry Lemonade. They were on sale. Uh, so you know, if you missed out on the sale, I'm sorry. They were delicious. But you can use our referral link down below, and you can also use our referral link down below to pick up a jersey because we have awesome jerseys. All of them. All of them are fantastic. They're ten out of ten. 
And uh, of course, join the Discord. I mean, that's, uh, that's a given. Join the Discord and come chat with us. Um, all right. So, kicking off the show, let me go ahead and establish this right now before my brain forgets, because I will forget as we get into conversation. Uh, so, for our picks that we do every single week, uh, me and Ricky both picked a game each that apparently starts literally here in like less than an hour. Uh, so I always like to have our, our picks very well established in advance, so there is no like, oh, did you actually call that? No, we fucking called it, all right? Uh, so I, w- I want to go ahead and lease us to shout out our picks now, and we'll lock it in later as well. Uh, so the first one is Liberty and Jacksonville State. Uh, that kicks off here at 6.30. Who we got in this one, boys? Um, I'm going to stick with Appalachian State. Coach Carolina still has not won a conference game yet, though. That's the only thing that makes me nervous about picking Appalachian <laughs> State. <laughs> Coastal Carolina is going to break through somehow, some way, and tonight could be the night. Jacob's laughing at the same reason I'm laughing. <laughs> <laughs> Liberty and Jacksonville State. Oh, I thought you said Coastal Carolina. No, no, no. <laughs> uh, no, but for that one, I'm going with App State personally. I'm going App okay, State at home for that fault, one. My fault. My <laughs> fault. Ladies and gentlemen, I am just going to go ahead and, you know. <laughs> you know, I just suck, all right? Let's just oh, let- <laughs> whoa, whoa. I wouldn't go that far now. Come on. It's all right. Okay, so sorry about that. So, yes, App State over Coastal Carolina. Um, I really want to pull the trigger with Jacksonville State, but Liberty is just so much much of a better team. And a lot could really go into how lucky Jacksonville State has really been so far. Yeah. Hats off to them, but they, uh, their luck has to end sometime, and I think it's going to end tonight. Uh, Li- Liberty's going to win this game pretty handily. I, I agree. I'm feeling Liberty in this one. I think their quarterback's playing some good ball right now with uh, 12 TDs to two picks. Uh, I really like what he's, got, what he's bringing to the table at the moment. So I'm going Liberty as well over Jacksonville State. Uh, I am as well going App State, but I am pulling the trigger for the upset. I give me Jacksonville State. Okay, okay that's what's up. That's what's up. All right, bet. And uh, like I said, we'll you know we'll get the rest of our picks later. Um, I did again. <coughs> I just wanted to go ahead and establish those now since those games do kick off while we're going to be live on this show. Uh, but anyway, uh, let's let's do uh, kick things off with some uh, NFL chat though, as I since I do have it as uh, the title here today because there were some very interesting, um, very some very interesting games this past weekend to say the least. Uh, you know, for for starters, you know my Bears kicking off the week getting a win. Um, I'll dive into it here in a bit. I will. Uh, Jacksonville getting the win in London over Buffalo. Shout out to that. Jacksonville went 2-0 in London these past two weeks, so that's pretty sweet. Uh, Detroit being Detroit right now. Detroit's looking incredible. Going to definitely dive into that. But, you know, let's uh, let's just go ahead and start things off with a bang, shall we? Let's just go ahead and start things off with an absolute banger of a game from this past weekend. <clears throat> Boys, what happened? What happened on Sunday night? Nobody showed up. That's that's that simple. Nobody showed up. Uh, you know, I was I was I was listening earlier on F. Uh, well, on YouTube, I, I don't get to watch FS1 or anything like that during the day. But I, I was listening to Keyshawn Johnson, Richard Sherman, and Skip Bayless going on the fact on Dak Prescott, and Keyshawn and Richard Sherman both have that same that same area of. If it's not Dak Prescott, who else are you going to get? Because, and they make a good argument that, you know, right now, if you look at Dak's numbers, you know, even it throughout his career, um, and if you look at it right now, just on the NFC side of things, he's a top three quarterback. You look at the NFL, 
the NFL as a whole, you put both the AC and the NFC together, he's a top 10 quarterback. The, I'd argue top 15, but go on. Well, I'm, I'm just, I'm just yeah, saying yeah, by yeah, the yeah. numbers. Yeah, yeah. But my whole entire thing is there was a time where our defense was not near as good and he had to play great for us to win. That's not happening anymore. And it hasn't happened since he signed his contract. I think I've, I think there was only one game that I can think of, maybe two, since he signed his contract where he actually stepped up and he was the sole reason we won a football game. And one of them was a shootout against the Atlanta Falcons, which should not have been a shootout. <laughs> and I'm trying to remember the other one off the top of my head, but it was probably one of those nobody teams that we should have ran over anyways. Nobody, but that's the thing though. It's like if the defense doesn't show up, which twice now they haven't shown up, and both times Dak Prescott has been irrelevant in both of those games. And I'll just go ahead and say it this much, and Jacob might agree with me. What has Dak Prescott done in five games to make us comfortable with what the offense is doing right now? And and to me, he's uh, he's been irrelevant for the entire season. So far, and I'm waiting. I'm waiting on this guy who I know can play the position, but it's like it's like something between last year and this year. I don't know what happened, but sometime since ever since he signed his contract, he's just not that guy who can get us over that hump to win football games. And Keyshawn and Richard Sherman made a great point. Do you hit the reset button? They they don't believe Cooper Rush can do it. I believe Cooper Rush, he he has shown us that he can win football games. He has shown us that he can step up and make good plays. And I think we're at the point right now, and I know Jerry Jones isn't going to pull the trigger. I, I know he's not going to because he's putting too much money into, into Dak Prescott. But at the same time, I think we let him walk. Don't give him this contract extension. Let him walk. I think we I think Cooper Rush is good enough to help us win football games. He is a smart player. He doesn't overthink everything like Dak's been like Dak's been doing. I know Dak last year a very very terrible season last year, and I'm expecting this guy to step up and we're just we're just not getting it. It's not the fact now now I'm not put I am not going to pinpoint that Dak was the sole reason we lost the other night. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is we need Dak to step up and he has been irrelevant for the first five games of this season. Right now, he does have 1,000 passing yards, not bad for five games, five touchdowns, four interceptions so far. That's not a good combination of touchdown-to-interception ratio. You get that up to about 10 or 11 touchdowns to four, maybe, but not five in, in the first five games. It's, it's, just, it's, just, it's just the same thing that we've been talking about. Yeah, and one thing that you said about where – you know, Dak is just like, uh, you know, he's not been the guy to like win the game for you besides a couple shootouts. That is so accurate, in my opinion, just Dak's career. Because, like, in just calling it as it is, I mean, Tony Romo was the guy who could win ball games for you. Dak yeah. Prescott is not. Tony Tony could win. In, and that, that that's the biggest thing is that Tony was a regular season quarterback. <laughs> True. Probably the best regular season quarterback you've ever seen in your entire life. A better career QBR than a lot of Super Bowl quarterbacks. 
He at one point he was top five. I think there's been a couple of quarterbacks who've passed him since then. But he at one point he was a top he was top five QBR career QBR uh, quarterback. But he just could, he couldn't get it done in the postseason. True. Dak can't get it done in the postseason. He can't get it done in the regular season. That's just all there is to it. And so it just ah. Uh, and, and the thing that stinks though about this entire thing, and Jacob may agree with me on this one as well, when he came out as a rookie and started taking the NFL by storm, him and his, him and Zeke Elliott just started taking the NFL by storm. It's like I I, I don't even think we're getting that kind of Dak Prescott. No. His rookie year is better than what he's doing now, and it's better than what he did last year. It just, I'm mind blown by this. I mean, I'm not surprised by it. I'm not quite in panic mode yet, but at the same time, you see the writing on the wall. I see the writing on the wall, and it's very, very, it is very, very early. Jacob, what about you? How do you feel about the game and everything that Ricky just said? <clears throat> A few things. Okay. First of all, okay. I am sick and tired of losing. These primetime games. <laughs> yeah. I am sick and tired of going into hyped up games and coming out as not only the loser, not only just, you know, just, just an L, but it's a humiliating L. Right. What Ricky touched upon as far as Dak's rookie season goes to now, I'd argue the only reason why Dak's rookie season and Zeke's rookie season was so phenomenal is because of that legendary offensive yep. line that we had. Yep, I'll agree with that. I'll even agree to that. That offensive line that we had that year will go down as one of the best offensive line starting position or like core in history. We don't have that now. We don't have Des Bryant. We have CeeDee Lamb, but he's not getting as open as the money. Uh, shows the defense in terms of cd lamb like if you want to compare him directly to like let's say des des i, I would say at his peak was like an a-tier wide receiver cd is lucky to touch b that's my opinion i mean he's, i think he's yeah I, I don't think he gets out of c tier that's why i said he's lucky to touch b yeah i, I mean i think and i i honestly agree because I, th I think i honestly think dallas really needs to get another wide receiver yeah like one but not he doesn't have to necessarily be as big as Des Bryant, but if you get someone with a little bit of speed and height on him, then you're going to start seeing a different type of CD Lamb. He's going to be able to get wide open then. Yeah. Anyway, Jay, yeah, CD fits more in the slot than as a number one outside wide receiver. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, I just, man, I love winning games when we're playing shit teams and then losing games once we play great teams. It's great. It's so awesome. It's right. so great. And then losing to the Cardinals, too. Yeah, we won't talk about that game. <laughs> that's <laughs> that's, that's on the same tier as when we lost to the Jets in Sam Darnold. Yeah. I think it's worse. No, nah, I don't think it is. Because I, where the Jets were at that point in that season and where the Cardinals are now, hell, the Cardinals just had... Not really a close shootout, but they had a pretty good game against the Bengals. They did, yeah. It was the fourth quarter is where they went, ran away with it. Yeah. I mean, going into the fourth you know, quarter, Jamar was, Chase, they, they saw Jamar Chase finally open. But it's also yeah. a team I had to win one game this entire season, and that sure. one game was the Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, true, true. 
Uh, you know, I, I just, I, I, I do think we hit the reset button. I, I think we spend the money to keep the defense and what we have in the defense right now and wipe the slate on the offense. And that's unfortunate because I guarantee if that's the case, Dan Quinn will officially walk, which I'm okay with because I think that man deserves a head coaching position after what he's shown with Dallas. True. He was almost uh, the Bears head do, coach. <laughs> I would I would say we go with Cooper for now just to see how he does over a long period of time. We we get rid of Mike McCarthy after this season. There's plenty of head coaches out there that are better than Mike McCarthy at this point that have a better offensive mindset than Mike, Mike McCarthy if does. If you get rid of Mike McCarthy, do you promote Dan Quinn? Yes. Yeah, and of course we would we would still have to you know we'd have to go out there and get an you know get an offensive mind guy if that were if that were the case, um, you know promoting Dan Quinn. Yeah, get a good OC. I think one of the things though, I'm, I think I think one thing I do I do give mad respect to the fact that Mike McCarthy is a Super Bowl champion, but I said this last year when people were like, "Oh, the Cowboys should get Sean Payton," you're not getting much better. Mm-hmm. And, they, and now and, we're seeing that. And now Denver. you're seeing that. It's like, I told you. It's like, yeah, numbers don't lie. <laughs> right. See, I, I, I understand where those arguments were coming from because, yes, Sean Payton, Mike McCarthy, both Super Bowl champions. Yep. They've only won one. Yep. How long have those two been in the league? And they've only won one. And I and I think now I will, I will say this much, uh, Jacob. I give... Mike McCarthy more of a pass on that than what I would Sean Payton for the simple fact is, is that green Bay does not spend near the money to surround their talent as the new Orleans saints did. There was a time I thought pound for pound New Orleans was the best team in the NFL on several occasions and they fall well, well short. Mm -hmm. So therefore that's that I, I would give Mike McCarthy more of a pass on that than I would Sean Payton. I, I disagree, but I understand where you're coming from with that. Yeah. Uh, also, another. I just. Th- I don't know. <laughs> another thing. Uh, good friend of mine, Mister Mister Brady, fellow Cowboys <laughs> oh my fan. Gosh. Uh, he randomly hit me up with uh, ten thoughts on the Cowboys. Oh, I can't wait I, to hear I, this. I made sure to remember this so I can shout it out. Shout out to Brady. He's been on the show a couple times, and you guys can get hear uh, his thoughts and react to it. So here are his ten points. Uh, Here's the exact message. I'll read it word for word for you boys. As we head into week six after today, here's my takeaway so far for my beloved Dallas Cowboys. Number one, Dak fucking sucks. (laughs) Number two, this Texas Coast offense is horrendous. Number three, we should have kept Zeke. Number four. Whoa, 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 whoa. Let me get through them. Let me get through them. Let me get through them. Uh, number four, they have barely gotten Brandon Cooks involved in the offense. Number five, we have three good tight ends that aren't being involved. Number seven, or yeah, no, number, number six, number six, they think CD can do it all by himself. Number seven, Pollard isn't the same from last season. Number eight, O-line has been decent even with the injuries that we've had. Number nine, defense has been good, but I think last night they showed they can't keep up all game with a good team. And number 10, Trey Lance is going to be a starter by the end of the season. Okay, so there are two of them I highly disagree with. A lot of them I respect, but two of them I highly disagree with. Uh, No, we should not have kept Zeke. 
No, we should not have kept Zeke. Have you seen what he's doing in New England? Absolutely nothing. And uh, what was that last one you called out? I, Trey Lance is going to be a starter by the end of the Trey season. Lance will never start for the Dallas Cowboys. You man. say that, but he'll be a starter he, this no, year. No, he's not going to. It's not unless, unless, unless Dak and Cooper Rush I would be shocked. get injured. He's not starting. I would be he's shocked not to playing not a, see Trey start He's not playing a down, my friend. I, I, I disagree with you on that. Trey will be a starter for that team. Uh, no. So, I I I wrote down the ones that I disagree with, and there was only one that I disagreed with. But now that I'm thinking about it, kind of agree. Number three, I think we should have kept Zeke for what and and gave him a pay cut. The main reason why is because we would have a one-two combo again. Pollard would be able to be that speed back that comes in every that once in a while. That's where he excelled at last year. Okay, but here's the thing, though. You said this last year that Pollard was ready to be that number one guy. Now you're saying that we should have kept Zeke? Listen, I said 20. that last year because Pollard <laughs> showed those signs. That, but true, it's now being proven that Pollard is a good second back. A back I, that can come in with a burst of speed, a change of pace. I mean, hold on. Let, let me let me go ahead and just kind of add. Start some, add let me let me add some fuel to this fire right now that you guys maybe should have considered to keep Zeke as a one-two punch. He did get eight, over eight hundred yards last year, plus double-digit touchdowns. You pair him up with Pollard, it might have been a decent combo to keep. Because like I kind of relate to that from a different perspective, where obviously it is what it is now. It never, it never would have been a Super Bowl winning combo just because of how things played out. But I was always pissed off at the Bears that they let Jordan Howard walk and only kept Tariq. Tariq Cohen and Jordan Howard was a fucking combo. And I was so mad that we let Jordan yeah, Howard but, walk. But, but, it, but it also comes down to money, though. It does. But that's why, you know, if Zeke really wanted to stay as a Cowboy, give him a pay cut. He I did say he did say he would take a pay cut to stay at the Cowboys. Then why, then why did Jerry Jones not pay him? Why did Jerry Jones let him walk? Because probably they, wasn't enough of a pay cut. Yeah. I'm just saying it. I'm just I'm just saying in general, it's 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 like there, there's reasons stuff like this happens. Now, I mean, yes, I I could I could almost I could understand that you know we're, we're I just see the logic of right right so so the logic I understand the yeah, logic yeah. okay logically I will agree with, but we should not have kept Zeke. We made the right decision by letting him walk. We one hundred percent the right decision. And I understand New England sucks. New England is garbage dumpster fire. <laughs> we'll get to that. Too. I, I understand that, but he's not doing anything there either. If he, if he was if he if he was that great of a fit, I think they would have worked out a deal and kept and kept him in Dallas. The problem is you're paying him all this money, and he has nothing to show for it. And it's the same thing Dak's doing right now. You're paying him all this money and nothing to show for it. The I think that the reason why Zeke isn't doing well over in New England is because New England has two power backs. They don't have a speedster. Stevenson is not a speedster. He's a power back just True. like Zeke is. True. So I think you're seeing that the connection that Zeke and Pollard had, now that they're split up, they they don't have that 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 special, you know, combo yeah. to coincide with one another's talents. I, I see what you're saying. Logically, I agree with you. 
on a logic standpoint, I, I will but agree. But your with heart you. just doesn't agree. But my, no, <laughs> no, I, I, I think we made the right decision by letting Zeke walk. I, I really do, and I and I, I really believe. Of course, Deuce Vaughn, he's not ready. We know he's not ready. Um, and I I don't know if him and Pollard as a combo will ever work. I I, I don't it won't I don't work. know. Feedbacks. Right, and so now it's like if 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 Jerry wants to make a move right now. We probably need to get a power back then. If 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 what you're saying is true, yeah, Derrick Henry, <laughs> he ain't doing shit in Tennessee. Why not? <laughs> He's a power back. He's a power and a speed back. I mean, it's just. Uh, but we'd have to give up a lot to give. To, I don't to know get if him. you'd have to give up a lot at this point. We've seen how vets are treated in trades, man. You can get a vet for like a fourth or fifth or sixth round pick these days. So uh, I, yeah, I, true. yeah, I mean, you could probably get Derrick for pretty cheap. I mean, because like we're sitting here saying it'd take a lot and stuff, but then like we we've seen uh, other vet, you know, like receivers or backs or whatever get traded in years past for like fucking a bag of balls. So I mean, you guys could probably get Henry for pretty cheap. I mean, we got the trade deadline coming at the end of this month, so it's possible. Uh, now let me also ask you guys on the other side of this game, how do you how are you guys feeling towards Brock Purdy as a quarterback in his second year? Because that's also been the other side of this conversation. One side of the conversation was being how bad Dak looked and this the Cowboys looked, but the other side is how good Brock looked because there's there's a lot of different points that people are trying to make where like, you know, pe- you know, some you know, analysts are arguing that you could throw any one of that offense, they'd be successful. And I do agree with that to a slight point because Trey right. in the short time he played never looked good in the preseason games he played where it was first team offense versus Houston Texans, Houston Texans second defense. Trey looked horrible. But the thing is about Brock and, you know, um, you know, it's like, while yes, the system works well for a quarterback at the end of the day, you know, Brock's got to be the one to make all the decisions. You know what I mean? When right. he's out in the field and he's making quick, sharp decisions. I mean, I think Brock, in my opinion, is arguably the first or second best quarterback in the NFC this year because Jalen Hurts is not the first court best quarterback in the NFC this year, in my opinion. I mean, I they're would, both undefeated, but I mean, they yeah. are. But in terms of just quarterback play, I would argue that Brock Purdy is the number one NFC quarterback as of week five of the NFL. I may be jumping the gun with this. You guys may laugh at me, but it, it, it might be way too early to say this, but I wholeheartedly agree. Brock Purdy is the second coming of Tom Brady. That's what I'm saying. I've, I know, you know, I, I have that, that feeling. I, yep. Yep. I have that feeling and I hate it. The NFL script writers have made this a case because everybody, <laughs> everybody misses Brady. So they're giving us Brady 2.0 and Brock Purdy going from Brady to Purdy. Right. Who arguably, if he has a successful career, he could arguably be a better story than Tom Brady just because he's Mr. Irrelevant. True. That's actually very true. No, I mean, I love the way this kid plays, man. He's got such a great touch on the ball. He's got quick decisions. Like, look, man, I get he's got a stacked team. I get that. You know, I get that, you know, if he was on another team, he may have a, you know, because he hasn't thrown a pick this year, I don't think. Maybe nope. only one. Uh, but, like, I, 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 if he was on a different team, he might have thrown a pick or something or maybe took a few more sacks because he's got a great O-line. He's got arguably the best running back in football right now, a great weapon with Debo, the second best tight end in the league with George Kittle. You know, I understand all that, but at the end of the day, he's got to make the right decisions. I mean, we so saw Trey am, sucked in the little bit he played. You've so, got to make the right decisions. So I'm about to go over his stats right now. Right now, right now this season, <clears throat> 
Right now, he has thrown 98 completions uh, over 136 attempts at 72%. He's thrown for 1,271 yards. He averages 9.3 yards per uh, per completion, which is higher than Patrick Mahomes, higher than Josh Allen, Baker Mayfield, Matthew Stafford. The only quarterback that's higher than him right now is Tua. He's the only quarterback that I can see right now. Let me let me double check my stats to make sure. Yes, I was right. Tua is the only one that is averaging more yards per compl- per completion. And yes, I also understand that yards per game. He's he's only at two fifty four per game. Which Who is gives great. a shit? You know QBR. Yeah. His quarterback rating right now in the NFL. He's the number one quarterback rating in the NFL right now in QBR. And if you go for the overall rating, which is what they also like yeah, to go yeah. by, he's also number one in that. So yes, I could I I could honestly I could honestly see that that Brock Purdy uh, would be um especially in, in in the NFC and one could al- almost argue the NFL. But um I, I will say this much. He is surrounded by veteran talent. Yep. He's surrounded by I mean you think about it. Christian McCaffrey Best running back by far in the NFL, and it's not even there's not even a close second right now. George Kittle, he's not the greatest tight end in the world, but he's still a very very good tight end. He's probably in the top three, top four of the tight ends right now in the in the NFL. He's got a great offensive line. He's got a great defense. So he's got this great surrounding piece that surrounds him. And I I, I think, but here's but it's like it, it, but it's like you said earlier, Alex. He still has to make those decisions. He still has to be that quarterback, and. Yes, I mean you. You could say an upcoming an upcoming Tom Brady is very very accurate. Yeah. Here, here's one thing I will like to say though. I, I I think that Brock Purdy is playing phenomenal football right now. But because of that 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 cast of players that he has around uh, him, I would argue there's one other quarterback that is playing better football, and that's C.J. Stroud. Because he doesn't have that cast of talent around him. Now, as see, much if, as Brock if we're does. if we're including AFC, then yeah, we got a lot of different conversations. Uh, but if we're talking, well, yeah, because yeah. there's only two quarter two starting NFL quarterbacks right now that have thrown zero yep. interceptions with over a thousand yards of passing. Uh, yes, and yep. that's Brock and CJ. CJ. Yep. yep. Yeah, if we're including AFC, then you know Brock's position in the league kind of you know gets a little bit different. But we're talking mm-hmm. NFC. I'm telling you, man, I, in my mind, he is the number one quarterback in the NFC right now. Like he's the guy, you know, because Jalen's playing fine. You know, he is, but he's not playing to Brock level, in my opinion, because Brock's just making incredible throws. He's making just incredible decisions. Brock is just on a different level right now. I yeah. would argue that Jared Goff is playing better than him. See, I, I love Jared right now. Jared, to me, I would say is the second best quarterback in the NFC. And, hey, don't get me wrong. Baker's playing pretty good football, too, down hey, in Tampa. Yeah. Hey, I love to see that, man. So Baker's if, playing some good ball. If you go by QBR right now, you got Brock, Josh Allen, Tua, Patrick Mahomes. Jared Goff is number five. Patrick Mahomes is number six. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Baker Mayfield is number six. How is Dak number eight? That's horrible. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Uh, But no, Brock's looking incredible right now. Uh, You're talking about another NFC quarterback. I was kind of curious on you guys' thoughts on this. Uh, So, you know, for for the slate of where we're going to go with NFL, wanted to touch on this game, and then I wanted to touch on the Bears. And then if you guys have something else in NFL we want to touch on, let's let's touch on it and then – We'll uh, we'll look at uh, you know kind of like you know basically what the title of the episode is pretenders and contenders 
but one thing I wanted to ask about, though, uh, is involving the Vikings. You know, the Vikings got an, a loss against uh, the Chiefs this past weekend. Now the Vikings have fallen to one and four. And, uh, you know, I saw a report right before we started that the uh, Vikings have worked out Colt McCoy, uh, maybe kind of signaling that they are very considering trading Kirk Cousins. Um, you know, Justin Jefferson is out right now. He's been put on IR. You know, so he's going to be out for, what, at least four games, I think, five games. I can't remember what the IR rules are right now. Um, but, like, you know, number one, where could Kirk go if they trade him? Is it going to be the Jets? Is it going to be the Falcons, potentially? Um, you know, and is, is it time to basically just hit the reset button for Minnesota? Because I, I saw some reports, I saw some rumors that if the Vikings continue to drop games kind of like how they are, they could trade Kirk and plan to lose out and try to tank for, for Caleb Williams. How are you guys feeling about this right now? So I will Isn't say it this funny much. that the Vikings have uh, have won all those one score games last year and now they're losing all these one score yep. games this year. Tables turns. Yeah. I will say this much. Minnesota does not have a Kirk Cousins problem. Minnesota has a defense problem. That defense is not True. very good whatsoever. Yeah. Kirk Cousins right now has thrown the most he ha- right now he has 13 touchdown passes in the NFL. That leads the NFL in touchdown passes. He's thrown for almost 300 yards per game. What more could you ask for a guy like this? So, yeah, they definitely do not have a Kirk Cousins problem. Um, I think the Kirk Cousins hate's always been too much. Could in my, be. In my opinion. It has been. I he's, mean, me and Shane, we beat this drum last year. I think even the year before. Like, I, I don't think there's – I think the Kirk Cousins hate's always been too much, personally. I think it has been just like, this defense fucking sucks. Yeah. It's because he's a very memeable quarterback. He is. You're right. I didn't even notice this. The Vikings have Tanner Morgan on the roster. It could just start that guy. <laughs> right. Former Minnesota Golden Gophers. He also, he, <laughs> he, also lead, he also leads the league. Let me look at this real quick before I – yes, he also leads the league in completions and attempts so far this season. Defense, and they don't have a running game whatsoever. True. So when you ask him to do more than what he needs to be doing and you're still losing games, it's not a quarterback problem, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, it's a defensive problem and it's a running game problem. They Madison is not the answer. No. Getting rid of Cook was a was a choice, I'll say that. Well, they didn't want to pay him. I know. I know. And if you look at if you look at his stats, he started going downhill. So, if they end up getting rid of Kirk Cousins, do you boys think it's like a massive mistake they're making? And do you think Vikings fans are going to feel for it? Yep. Yeah. But the thing, the thing is, though, is if, is if Kirk Cousins could go to a contender, that would be nice. I just don't know if that's going to happen. Well, I was going to. I have I, a I'll, really good will, feeling he'll go to the Jets. Yeah, I, I was going to ask if he goes to the Jets, are they officially a contender? If I knew Jerry Jones personally, I would gladly offer them Dak Prescott. <laughs> <laughs> but no, serious question. If I was he, thinking the same thing. If, if he goes to the Jets, are 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 the the Jets are the Jets in conversation? Could be. As a contender, could is, be. Is, is that a you know, did you see Brees Hall this past weekend? I think he. I think they're actually. I think they need a quarterback. Brees that, Hall's electric. Man. Oh man, he did so well this past weekend. So yes, getting a quarterback like a Kirk Cousins would definitely help. I will argue that the Jets are still, my opinion, considered contenders. Okay, Just I with how that bad far. that division has been outside of the Dolphins. I mean, I'll give you that much, but I, I wouldn't say they're contenders. I wouldn't say they're pretend. They're somewhere in the middle, dadgummit. <laughs> <laughs> they're figuring it out. Exactly. Well, see, 
I, I agree that they're they're kind of in the middle right now uh, with how you know because ultimately they, they, the issues that they face is obviously they're facing an issue at the quarterback position, um, and you know they they don't have a lot of sacks for the season as a team. You know they got eleven sacks for the season as a team. You know interceptions they're they're getting there. I mean they got they got five. That's all right for five games then I guess. You know, defense has been, I'd say, a solid B. Run game with Brees is, man, Brees is a beast. That's a solid A tier right there, yep. baby. But, you know, they, they, get, they get the right quarterback in there right now, even if it is for one year. I mean, like, I mean, I feel like they're back really in the conversation as from a middle of the middle of the road team right now to being a contender again. That's kind of kind of how I view things personally. Um, I, I don't know. When it comes to the Vikings and Cousins, I just have that sneaking gut feeling that if they – go through with this. They signed Colt McCoy. They trade Kirk Cousins. I really think Vikings fans, they're going to celebrate at first, and then they're going to feel it later. Because even Vikings fans are negative about against Kirk. I've, I really feel like Kirk gets too much hate. Yeah. I, I genuinely, genuinely do. Uh, and I think they're going to miss him. <laughs> I yeah. think I, they are going to miss him, yeah. in my opinion. Uh, Give him Prescott. There's a, They'll there's really a miss few him. teams that I can see Kirk going to if he gets traded outside of the Jets. And that is... May, this may seem weird because they just paid Buku's amount of money for this guy, but I can see him getting traded to the Browns. I can see him getting traded to the Titans, the Falcons, and the Commanders. Okay. I'll agree with all those but the Browns. He, well, he, I mean, he, the, I the, the Deshaun Watson experiment has has not been good so no, far. No, no, and, and I, we all we all know it wouldn't. But at the same time, I don't. If he gets traded to Cleveland, I'm just going to be like, "Yep, yep, yep." Here you go. Man, if he goes <laughs> Get, back to Washington, that would be electric. That would be electric. <laughs> that that de- that definitely would. That would be that hilarious. Only, I don't think he'd fit. Nobody fits really fits in Cleveland though, so that that's really yeah, a bad true, thing. True. But honestly, I I don't think he'll I don't think he'll be traded to the Commanders as much as the other teams that I said. Just because Sam Howell has been doing better than I think most people expected him to. Oh, I mean, yeah. And if you looked at that game last week, they got beat. What was his numbers? They didn't rush hardly at all. (laughs) The rushing Uh, 388 yards, two touchdowns, and an interception. And they're rushing. How much did they rush last week? Like 15, 20 yards. It wasn't much. Total of 29 yards. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's Sam horrible. Sam Howell had more rushing yards than uh, Brian Robinson Jr. That's that Chicago Bears defense that I've been waiting for. <laughs> yeah, finally, even though, you know, we've got like historically one of the worst defensive lines in franchise history right now. But, you know, one thing that is, you know, like like when it comes to the Bears right now, like, like I've said, you know, weeks ago, like the linebacking core looks solid in my opinion. I like the signs that we've got going on with TJ Edwards and uh, Tremaine Edmonds and this stuff. You know, the secondary has been banged up. We haven't had our complete secondary, I don't think, at all this year. I think we're finally set to get them back this week, though, um, uh, with Jaquan Brisker, uh, Jalen uh, Jalen Johnson, um, Eddie Jackson, and uh, drawing a blank on the other guy's name right now. Uh, God, I'm drawing a blank on his name. Uh, Kyler Gordon. Uh, like we're finally set to get our full secondary back. So hopefully we'll see something out of that. But talking about the Bears game, I mean, we, we, you know, we had two games in a row of Justin Fields like playing like he should. You know, this is the Justin Fields we saw in college, right? This is the Justin Fields that's just playing ball. All right. He's going out there. He's just playing ball, doing his thing. The team is, is letting him be him. 
and play ball. But guys, I got to tell you, these past two games doesn't give me any level of excitement. I, I, I still have none because it doesn't fucking matter. It does not fucking matter with him. It just doesn't. It matters for him, and that's great, and I'm happy for him because I want him to have a successful career. But as for the Bears, it doesn't fucking matter right now. Uh, the season's still dead. You know, I, I it's one of those cases that if you know if the, if the team can turn it around and Justin continues to play how he does and we win games, whatever, I mean, cool, I guess. You know, we're not going to the Super Bowl this year. I mean, cool, I guess. We'll see if we turn around. I'm still not sold on this regime. I still think Matt Eberflus is a fucking dumbass. Um, you know, can we, we'll still get the first overall pick potentially because Carolina looks atrocious. But if it's a situation where Justin plays incredible the rest of the year and we continue to lose, he's getting traded. Like, up front, he is. Because you're going to trade him away while he's hot on a rookie deal and you're just going to draft Caleb Williams. If we're in a position to draft Caleb Williams... We're drafting him, regardless of how I feel about it or not. I'm not saying we need to do that. because It's just like, because if Justin plays well and we go for Caleb, the way that I saw it from one of my favorite Bears writers put it, and it's just the best way to put it, is that he knows that's probably what's going to happen, but he doesn't, like, and he understands why it would happen. But it's like, you got a bag of money in your hand, and you're trading the bag of money for a lottery ticket. That's essentially what you're doing, getting rid of Fields, who played well, and getting Caleb. I mean... Fields playing well, that's great for him, and it's going to help catapult him potentially to his next team because he's not going to stay a bear. There's just, there's no way. I mean, with the the dysfunction this regime has brought, um, it, I don't see it happening. Okay, I'm not even. I'm not going to get my fucking hopes up. I fucking refuse. This team is a massive disappointment. I I, I refuse. I will not listen to reason. This team fucking sucks. And we're going to suck. And it's because of the front office. It's because of this shit-ass coaching staff. That's just my... I'm, 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 I'm very negative, <laughs> and I'm going to stay negative. He's, God damn it. That's because he, he, uh, he was negative I am last defeated. week. He's like, he's like, everybody root for Washington last week. Everybody root for the Commanders last week. And then me and Jacob picked Chicago just to piss you off. And then <laughs> it's, week, it's going into week six, but God damn it, it feels the like week thing, 16. But here's the thing, but here's the thing though. And you forgot one thing. It's not just Justin Fields that played out and balled out. You forgot about DJ Moore. DJ Moore balled, oh man. Oh, my gosh. Now, the one thing that I think you need to be a little optimistic about, and just a little bit, I'm not, I'm not saying that the season isn't dead yet or anything like that. Washington's not a great team. I will, give, I, I will say that. Facts. But Washington has competed. That's the one thing you need to be that that you need to be excited about is that you have been a team that has been competing, and I still think Washington, they're still going to figure things out. They're still or they're still figuring things out, and they're going to be figuring things out the rest of the season. They're probably not going to have a great record or anything like that, but they're still going to compete. That's the one thing that you need to be a little optimistic about. But yes, you're right. That's the, the season's still dead. It's okay. It's dead. It's dead. Because like you know what. Oh, go ahead. For me personally, as a Bears fan, I have I couldn't even begin to tell you what my ideal scenario is for the Bears. I really couldn't. I don't know if it's you know the Bears lose out, but Justin plays great, and we trade Justin, and Justin goes on to have a phenomenal career, and we get Caleb Williams because he's potentially the Patrick Mahomes 2.0, and we draft Marvin Harrison Jr. as well because Carolina's going to fucking suck too, and then we pair him <laughs> with DJ Moore, and everything's great, and everything's hunky-dory on, uh, and for everyone's career. Or would I rather Justin ball the fuck out, we fire Matt Eberfuck, 
you know, we got DJ Moore, we get Marvin Harrison, we get either Joe Alt or the Penn State offensive lineman and get us a better offensive line, and then we have a great time there. But then what if Caleb Williams really is the next Patrick Mahomes and goes on and does his fucking thing? I, I don't know how to feel as a Bears fan. This fucking sucks. I have no hope or like idea of what I want for anything. I just want to be good. That's all I want. I want to <laughs> compete for Super Bowls. I just want to go to the playoffs like and actually be competitive. You know, we made it to the playoffs in, you know, what, you know, Mitch's last year in Chicago or whatever, but it was like we went to the playoffs with a slap on the ass. We weren't going to fucking go anywhere. <laughs> I mean, God forbid we started off 5-1 and one that year, but we were the worst 5-1 and one team in history because we played some of the worst fucking teams in, 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 for that year. I don't know, man. This sucks. I hate being a Bears fan. I want to kill myself. Not really. <laughs> <laughs> but, man, this fucking sucks. <laughs> you know what type of guy Justin Fields is? Hmm. He's a Jerry Jones type of guy. Hey man, take him because I hope he has a phenomenal career. I really do. I I, I genuinely want him out of. Well. I want him out of Chicago. I really do, and I don't want him out of Chicago because of any hate. I want him out of Chicago for his own fucking good. Chicago, Mushin Muhammad once said Chicago is the place wide receivers go to die, and that's partially true <clears throat> to an extent. I think that narrative's kind of changed a little bit thanks to like Brandon Marshall. Um, but uh, Chicago is now the place where quarterbacks go to die. All right, so I want Fields out of there. I want Fields to have a freaking career, uh, and I just don't think it's going to be with the Bears, unfortunately. Memes aside, I'm I'm putting it down right now as a prediction. This time next year, Fields will be in a Seahawks jersey. I'd love that. I'd love it. Better write that down. I'd love it. Put him in. I'll write it down. Write yep. it down. Put him on. Put him on. Put him with the Seahawks. Pair him with DK, Tyler, and uh, JSN. <clears throat> Put them in Atlanta, pair them with Drake London and, you know, Kyle Pitts and Bajon Robinson, who's a monster. Oh, my God. Um, I, don't, I don't agree with the Falcons talk, though. I think Desmond Ritter's starting to figure it out. I, I agree with that, but I feel like it's a case of, like, Fields is an upgrade over Ritter. I'll, I'll go ahead and call that out. You know, and if you can have the choice from the two, I'd pick Fields every time. But I do agree with you that Ritter's starting to figure it out. I do agree with you on that. I like Ritter, but... No, it sucks being a Bears fan right now. It, it, it is what it is, man. Is it worse bec- that Miami didn't take a knee the other day? Oh, God damn it. That pisses <laughs> me off. I was about to say, which one's worse? Which one's worse? <laughs> In terms of a fresh cut, it'd be Miami because at least the Bears did win, I guess. <laughs> you know? But 30, 33 seconds. All you gotta do is take is ta- the There was no, there was no reason for that, man. No reason. <laughs> and I watched the end of that game. He was wide open, too. Oh, my gosh. That receiver was wide open. There was no Nobody reason. Nobody was no within five yards. That. No reason for that. <laughs> Before we get to college, let's let's do pretenders and contenders for NFL. Let's do it. It is the it is the title of the episode. Um, so I, I'm gonna just gonna kind of go through and I'm gonna pick out some random teams, and you guys just give me your thoughts, contender or pretender. All right, here we go. Miami. I, I'd say Miami's conden- uh, contender. Contender. I I say contender. contender. Buffalo. Pretender. Pretender. Yeah, I agree. Pretender. Okay. Patriots, pretender. <laughs> everyone can, everyone, me, everyone can say that. All right, let's go to the dumpster fire that's been the AFC North because there's been no clear team here. Pittsburgh, yep. pretenders. The, well, uh, they're they're number one in the division. 
pretenders, and they're, I say they're Baltimore's they're pretenders too. They're definitely too. pretenders, and I think Baltimore's pretender too. And I think Cincinnati's about to figure it out. I say all four in the NFC North hey. are pretenders this year. Okay, all four. Okay. I, I see I, I nothing. I think Cincinnati's. Positive. I think Cincinnati's turning into a contender. I, I think, think just because of how the offseason went, leading into training camp, leading into the first couple weeks of the season, with nagging injuries still being a thing. This week we saw a nimble Joe Burrow for the first time uh-huh. this season. I think now is where you start to see Cincinnati, just similar to last year, start cooking. Yeah, Joe. Because they started out very slow last year. Yeah. And then they cooked to the playoffs. Yeah, okay. and it, Joe Burrow has been so awful. I had Kirk Cousins start in my fantasy league in one of my leagues. Okay, okay. I, I I do I do agree with you that Cincinnati the past few years past couple of years has been a slow start team, but I don't know man just a gut feeling that they are a pretender this year. But you know Joe it's Joe Burrow he could definitely prove me wrong later in the yep. year he has before. Uh, all right so what about what about how you guys feeling about my Jaguars pretenders or contenders? I, I'm kind of leaning pretenders on this one unfortunately. They've been inconsistent so far. They have like and, been, T, and that's, T-Law that's, has been very inconsistent. I'm going to go ahead and stick with contender, but they're on the edge of contender. They're on the edge of pretender. I agree with that, but I'm on the side of, I think they're a pretender on the edge of contender. Yeah. That's, that's how I feel as a Jags fan. Okay. That makes sense. I think they're a hard pretender. Okay. Okay. I can see that. I can see why you'd say hard. I I do. Uh, You know, as a fan, I, I do see it. We've been very inconsistent, but you want to know who is a contender though? Indianapolis with Minshew mania, baby. Oh <laughs> Indianapolis with Minshew fucking mania, baby. They about to go on I a run. I would argue that <laughs> this division is going to come down to the Colts and Texans. I, You know, at this point, I might argue that as well. As much as it kills me, it kills me on the inside. But, like, I, I'm not. Yeah, we go I, again. I, I told you boys last year <laughs> the Jacksonville Jaguars were going to win the damn division. And now here you guys are saying, oh, we're five games in, but yet we're going to talk about how great the Cincinnati Bengals were and how great they're going to be. They still have Trevor Lawrence. And at the end of the day, Trevor Lawrence, whether they win or lose, is still the best quarterback in this division. The Jacksonville Jaguars are winning this division, y'all. It's going to happen. Write it down. Um, take a picture. I love that. I, I love don't that. Care. I hard, I hard disagree with you and about the, the t and the, and the only Ooh. and the only you, reason are you on the CJ the train there? Only reason I am going that, the CJ tr- uh, train. The only and I, reason honestly, before he got injured, I think Anthony Richardson's a better quarterback. You're Ooh. out of your damn mind. Ooh. The only reason, <laughs> the only reason you're saying the Texans, Jacob, is so that way your little prediction there on the board could come true. Good. Okay, <laughs> memes aside, memes aside, the Texans have been playing more consistent, better football than the Jaguars have. Yeah. I disagree. They're still they still have a worse record. They're two and three. Jacksonville's three and two. I mean, that is true. Jacksonville is three and two. I know, I know, but I know. Jaguars I have been wildly by the Texans. Okay, I will agree with that. But at the end of the day, the Jacksonville Jaguars are going to win this division. I hope so. It's gonna happen. I hope so. No one else is coming close. I'm telling you, you it's not happening. You say that until Minshew Mania really runs wild over there <laughs> and beats now, his now, former Jacksonville's team. Jacksonville's about to now, lose the next three games. No, they are not Calling anyways. Uh, goodness let's, gracious. Colts at Saints at Steelers. They're they, not they losing the next losing three games. games. Right. Come on, Actually, man. Actually, the hold next on, hold four on. games because then on. they play the hold 49ers. On, hold on. You are out of your okay. mind if you think they're losing the next three games. So the next four games, 
I do acknowledge that the Indianapolis one we could lose, and and that's partially because of memes of Minshew mania, but also because I think I genuinely think Gardner Minshew is a starting worthy quarterback. I do <laughs> genuinely fucking mean that with all my chest. I will pump that out. I love it. I, I love will this pump show. that out. I swear I did. I swear to God, that is a starter worthy quarterback. Okay, playing against his former team, I. Jonathan Taylor come Zach Moss balling out right now. The defense is good. O line. I acknowledge we could lose that game, but I'm gonna still rock with the Jags. Jags have has had the Colt. They have been the Colts kryptonite for a few years now. So I'm gonna keep rocking with that. Saints. I think the Jags got that dub. Steelers. I personally think that is a fifty fifty. That, and I do. I the do agree. The Forty Niners were probably gonna lose. I agree with that hundred percent. Well, yeah, the 49ers are probably the best team. They're I would by say far over, the best team in the NFL right now. I would say over the next four games, I realistically see a two and two. Is how I no see it respect playing to out. the Saints, even after that massive win. Patriots oh, fucking come suck. On, come gosh. on now. The Cowboys beat the Patriots. Come on, Jacob. <laughs> <laughs> Patriots fucking suck. Come on, man. <laughs> and Dak did nothing in that game either. It was our defense. But I'll beat this table forever. Gardner Minshew is a starting quarterback in the NFL. I will beat that. I will beat. I will beat my hand on this table all day Ke- long. Keyshawn Johnson did ask Skip Bayless if he wanted Gardner Minshew as his quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> I love Gardner Minshew, baby. Let's go. Oh God. Uh, okay. Uh, anyway. Uh, so anyway, let's move on to the AFC West. Really, it's only two teams here. Obviously, we. I think we can all call the Chiefs contenders. But how yep. do we feel about the Chargers? They have been always like always. See that. Yeah, I I love the Chargers so much, but I totally agree because honestly, I just they have such a good fucking team. I just really think the coaching staff does this team in an in injustice. I really do. I think yeah, Brandon they, Staley has continuously under delivered with an ungodly roster. You take this roster, you take these receivers, the running back, the uh, the quarterback, this O-line, the fucking defense was shot to Khalil Mack racking up six sacks a week or two ago, or this pe- yeah, two weeks ago. Like you, Joey Bosa, Derwin James, you know, the ball got dropped on J.C. Jackson, but well, that's a different conversation that yep. we, we don't need to get into. You put a, a head coach of like, let's say a John Harbaugh, a Mike Tomlin, a Bill Belichick, any of these really uh, Mike fucking McDaniel. I know he's young, but goddamn, the dude's a genius and a hilarious meme. You take any of them and put them on this this roster. This team is an immediate contender, immediate. But Brandon Staley is continuously underdelivered at every. Yeah, step shout of the out way. to their number one overall or number one uh, first round draft pick, only having four catches for only forty four yards so far this season. Yeah, what the hell's going on with that? Even though in my I, I've never been really high on Quentin personally, I thought he was going to be one of the busts coming out of this past draft. But still, get him more involved. You yep. know what I mean? Yeah, they're not like, even giving him a chance. You got to get anything. him in fucking like I understand you got Mike Williams and Keenan Allen, but you you drafted this guy in the first round. Get him involved. Yeah, and you know, I would understand if he was a like fourth, fifth, sixth round pick. He's a, you know he's a rookie. Let's let's give him some reps. Let's give him some. Let's give him a little bit of experience here and there. But the first round, typically when you were drafted in the first round, they're saying you're ready to start this next coming season. Yeah. Yeah, I, man, I agree to that. Um, but, yeah, as of now, I consider them pretenders. Um, so, overall, the general verdict, I feel like for the most part, we're on the same page, and there's only, like, what, two contenders? 
Potentially in the, in the AFC, and that's Miami and KC. It's a, top, it's a very, very top-heavy. I think once we're done, it's, it's, it's going to be top-heavy bad. I, it's honestly wild that the AFC is that top-heavy because just a couple of years ago, we were having the conversation there could be eight fucking contenders coming yep. out of the AFC. And, and right. now it's like we have two. So yep. I don't know. Uh, let's jump to the NFC. So obviously, I would safely assume you guys consider the Cowboys pretenders. I think that's pretty clear. That's fair. We had a long Next. conversation about that. So obviously, now how are we feeling about the Eagles? They're five and zero. I get that, but I don't feel like it's been a dominating five and zero. No, I mean they're 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 still contenders. I agree. They're still contenders. Are they flirting with the line right now? I'm gonna say no. Okay. Just for the simple fact is, is that who else besides the Detroit Lions and the San Francisco 49ers are like are they worse than right now? Yeah. They're winning. Uh, I, I think they're flirting the line. I, I'm kind of feeling flirting the line, but I'm still I'm still two feet on contenders. I'm not I'm not on the line, but I do I am still very firmly two feet in contenders. But I I sense the line approaching. You know what I mean? The re- the reason why I think they're floating the line right now is because if you look at their first five games, the, they've only won one game by more than one score. Yep. And if you look at the teams they have played. Patriots, Vikings, Buccaneers, Commanders, Rams, they should not be winning these games by only one score. This should be a lot a lot further apart for especially a couple of those. You will see as we get later into the season, they have to play the Dolphins. They have to uh, play the Chiefs. They have yeah. to play the Bills, the 49ers, the Seahawks. That's going to be the real test. You're going you're gonna to see these guys get tested really bad, really quickly once we get into the latter half of the season. And it's not going to be pretty. Yeah. Um, all right, let's go to the north. Uh, the Lions are they are they legitimate contenders? Are they pretenders? Because I'm going contenders, baby. Let's go yeah, Lions, brand new yeah. Lions. Yeah, yeah. I, I called this last. I called this last year they were going to win the division this yeah. year. I said this year. I said it at the beginning of the year. They're going to win the. They're definitely going to win the division. They could give some fits in that NFC come playoff time. Man, I I really hope they win the division because I'm telling you, there's no team that deserves it more right now. I agree. It, I I'll mean, they, say that. Yep. I mean, the, the this would be the very first NFC North win in Detroit Lions history. Because you guys got to keep in mind, like, since the, the NFC North was only formed in, like, what, early 2000s? We were the NFC Central because it had it – was Tampa Bay was part of the division for whatever dumb fucking reason uh, for the longest time. So the NFC North, the Lions have never won the North. Never. So, like, this, this, this would be historic situation for the Lions. The Lions deserve it, man. In my mind, they are contenders. This team in all they, – they are, they are playing, like, while on paper, right, like, they have a lot of good uh, players. Don't get me wrong. I'm not going to discredit, you know, how good some of these players are. But you stack this Lions roster up against the Eagles or the 49ers or the Chiefs or the Dolphins, and I think we can all agree they have the most last lackluster roster – out of those teams I just named. But, man, it's just the Lions are playing with – they just have a certain magic to them this year. <laughs> just You know what I mean? It's like what I said last time I was on the show, okay? The Lions beat the fuck out of the Bears week 17 last year to pass the torch as cursed franchise. And then they beat, then they beat the Packers to take the torch as the future division uh, leader for years to come. And I feel it, man. It's just something magical happening up in Detroit right now. I used to work with a couple of guys that are from Michigan. They're from the Detroit area. Yep. And they used to tell me, man, I, and they used to hate on my Cowboys and everything like that. And he goes, man, it could be worse. You could be a Detroit Lions fan. Yeah. <laughs> and now it's, hey, it could be worse. You could be a Chicago Bears fan. Yeah. <laughs> 
Uh, you know, they're the division leaders, so I will touch on them, I guess. Uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, pretenders. Contenders. Contenders? I'm, I'm also saying contenders. I'm really? Buying, Both of you? Hey, I'm three and one so far, man. I'm I'm buying into this Baker Mayfield I mean, thing, I, man. I'm I, telling you. Look, I like Bake down in Tampa, but I mean, I wouldn't call him a contender in the NFC. Well, yeah, I mean, I mean I, game this weekend against the Lions is going to be the game of the week. Yes, it Ooh, is. It's okay. going, and they're at I, home. I, that'll, that'll be a good game, though. So I do agree with you. Who would have thought that the NFC South would be looking the way it is, where you have three teams that have winning records? Because like I thought the I NFC thought South would, was yeah. going to be the biggest dumpster fire. And it's actually, I mean, <laughs> if you look at it, Atlanta, Atlanta's improved uh, yeah. quite a bit. They're still pretenders, but they're. Uh, they, you know, they're still proving the one thing. The one thing I will say about the Bucks is that they're about to get real heavy schedule tested. Yeah. They have the Lions, Falcons, Bills, Texans, Titans, 49ers, Colts. That stretch right there, that's going to really determine uh, if they stay on that contender line or if they or if they move down to, or if they move down. But right now, yeah. I agree with Jacob. They're contenders. Out of all the games that you Strictly, said, I only see one guaranteed win in my mind, and that's Tennessee. The rest of them, I feel like are I don't even consider Tennessee a guaranteed win. Tennessee's a fucking joke. Oh, well, they are, but they have Strictly more wins. On than... schedule, directly on schedule, I would say the Falcons are contenders. Really? Okay. I, I I will somewhat agree with that. Just based on their schedule, I, I will somewhat okay. agree with that. Okay. They have a very easy schedule. Going into the season, not so much. Now, yes. I, I'll, I'll agree with that for now. Okay, okay. And I still think Kyle Trask is going to be one of the best NFL tight ends uh, within the next couple of years. I mean, Kyle Pitts. Kyle Pitts. <laughs> What did I say? Kyle not the, not the I meant Kyle Pitt. That's right. That's right. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm t- <laughs> He's the backup quarterback at Tampa. My bad. Yeah, yeah, My bad. Yeah. Kyle Trask pulling a Tim Tebow hey, from Florida hey, also, <laughs> hey, Talking about the Falcons and making a prediction here, I will also say this. By the time this year is done, B. John Robinson will be the second best running back in the league, flirting with the best. Only behind Christian McCaffrey. I wouldn't say flirting with the best. I, I, <laughs> he'd have to do a See, whole here's lot. The, problem. the injury bug is going to catch up with Christian McCaffrey like it always does. Very true. Unfortunately. I hate that because he is absolutely balling out finally. Yeah. I think this is the longest stretch he's had in his career where he has not been injured. It is, yes. Knock on wood. And he's still undefeated as a starter. True. So is Brock Party. No, nah, man. Like I'm, I'm telling you guys. I think Bajon <laughs> Robinson is uh, dude. This guy, this guy's a freak of nature, freak of nature. Um, but anyway, let's go to the NFC West and finish up. Obviously, we know 49ers are a contender. So how are we feeling about the Seahawks who made the playoffs last year? They made the playoffs last year with a slap on the ass. We we can all agree to that. Uh, they shouldn't have made it in because uh, they did lose their last game, and they only got in because the Lions took the torch from the Packers and beat the Packers. But how are we feeling about the Seahawks? I mean, I mean, they're not a bad team, but they're not like I don't feel like they're a next level team. I I, I say they're hard pretenders, not even close. Yeah, that, pretenders that, because that schedule was going to eat them alive. That is very very true. true. I was about to I was about to get uh, get to say the exact same thing that you just said, Jacob. Um, I, I think that big. Uh, of course, they did lose at the very beginning of the year, but I think that big. They did. They did win against Detroit. I will give them that much. They did win against Detroit, but uh, but it, but it's like Jacob said. That schedule is about to eat them alive and mm-hmm. spit them out whole. It is. It is going to be brutal for the next few weeks. Okay. 
right. And that was uh, Pretenders and Contenders presented by a terrible football show. I have one question before we move on to the college. Okay. Who do you guys think is the best worst team in the NFL currently? <sighs> the best worst team right now in the NFL. Oh, let's see here. As far as worst teams go, oh, probably man. the Titans. Um, um, what, I'll, I'll, I'll start could, it just, just so you guys get the yeah, gist yeah, of it. I am picking the Cardinals. I was about to say the Cardinals. Yeah, I, I was about to say the Cardinals. Um, I think the Cardinals is probably the the safest pick because they've already they, they I know they've only won one game out of five, but they've already played in just general well beyond expectations by keeping games close. Um, so I feel like the Cardinals is probably the safest pick. Um, and you know, I, another one that I would throw out there that's honestly a hot take. Bec- in, in, in a sense, especially, I feel like it's going to be a hot take to Jacob. But, I mean, let's look at the expectations the team had. I would also say the Houston Texans is in that conversation because they were supposed to be one of the worst teams in the league, and, and look what C.J. Stroud is doing. I mean, he's the best rookie QB out of, out of, out of the bunch right now, and it's not even close, like yep. not even close. Uh, so I would say Houston or Arizona, I think, is, the, is the, probably the, the safest bets to say. Because after that, the actual worst teams in the league, I mean, it's it, you can't say that they're good at all. Denver, Las Vegas – you know, Washington, uh, New York. I mean, Washington's been competitive, but they're not in the same tier as what Houston no. or Arizona's been competitive, you know? So I, I would say Houston or uh, Arizona. Uh, now, before – now, one last question. Uh, who is the most disappointing team in the NFL this year? I, you know, I, I, I'm not going to, you know, be biased here and say the Bears because I had any sort of expectations. I'm, you know, speaking realistically – in my opinion, the most disappointing team right now is is fucking Buffalo. Like, Buffalo does not look like the same team they've been. Like, I'll just say it up front. I know they beat the shit out of the Dolphins. Kudos to that. But, man, I am very, very firmly on the train that Tyler's been saying to me for, like, six months plus that the Bills will not make the playoffs this year. I'm going to go a step lower. I'm going to say the Baltimore Ravens. Okay, that's fair. Yeah, I, that's gonna, a good one. That's I'm going to say one. the Baltimore Ravens. Um, I know Pittsburgh and them have gone back and forth quite a bit over the years. Yeah, but man, just what Pittsburgh did in the second half against them last week. I mean, uh, Baltimore jumped out to a ten nothing lead, and then I mean, yeah, it was it was a hard fought ball game. But I mean, they didn't do anything in the second half. And right. Lamar Jackson at first was you know the first first you know. You know, two, three, four games looked like you know looked like he didn't, didn't miss a step, but now it's like they're just uh, they're just not very good right now. Um, on both sides, I say on both sides of the football. Defensively, they're 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 okay, um, and I think they'll eventually be fine. But I I, I really thought that the, the Ravens should be five and zero right now instead of three and two. Okay, I will say that the AFC North I, I think is the 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 top division as far as eating each other up. Yeah, that's true. Messing yeah. each other up <laughs> during the regular true. season. I think they play each other harder for in division than any other division. Yeah. I, you know, in terms of a total division, I agree with you on that 1 million percent. <laughs> that, team, that division always eats themselves alive, man. Uh, um, I would have to go with either the Rams or the Vikings. Vikings is a big disappointment. 
Why the Rams, though? I mean, I understand, you know, this is Matt Stafford's, you know, first year back because he's also, he's also, he's he's got a different receiving core. I mean, I know, I know Cup's coming back. And Puka's playing unbelievable. And Puka's playing uh, unbelievable. Defensively, they're not very good right now. I, so I will, I will definitely agree with that. But I had high expectations for them. I know you guys did not have high expectations for them. I, I was more on the fence of this team could either be very good or very bad. Yeah, you are. True. And I personally, going going into the season, I, I think the Rams could not be winning this division because the 49ers are a complete and totally uh, ungodly beast of a team. But this team should be in second place in the division. I agree not with that. Not the Seahawks. I agree to that 100%. The they Ram, the Rams not have a losing record right now. I agree to that. The Rams not being in second place, I feel like is a is a disappointment to the to the team right now. I agree with you on that actually 100%. I'm with you on that one. Uh so speaking of disappointments though, uh we already touched on it, but yeah, I don't know what the fuck happened in Miami with Georgia Tech game, popping <laughs> over to college. I don't know what the fuck happened. But at the same time it doesn't surprise me. I'm not surprised by it cuz like when when Tyler hit me up about it, um, I told him like Miami always does some some shit like this to completely dis disappointment. You know, like it's just it's part of being a Hurricanes fan. You'll get disappointed at some point in the year, um, and that this was our time. You know, I thought we were I thought we were gonna actually kind of start turning things around a little bit, and I think we still are as a, as a program, a hundred percent. But I mean, God bless. I mean, why don't you just kneel it, man? Mario Cristobal has been playing too much NCAA and too much Madden here recently. I guess he's just racking up them stats and it bled over into the game because even he didn't have an answer for why he did it. He even admitted, like, yeah, we should have kneeled it. Like, what the fuck, dude? Uh, on another note, though, I'm, so basically, I'm, uh, what we're going to do here for college is, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, we're, we're definitely going to have some games we're going to chat about, but I'm going to, I'm going to kind of just speed run and touch on some, uh, you know, top twenty-five games that, you know, uh, just kind of shout them out, whatever, and we'll, we'll touch on some of the ones that I know we're going to want to chat about, but. Uh, so uh, first up here with Oregon State getting a big dub over Cal. Cal, they, we let up a lot of points, forty points, but I mean DJ Uagaleli finally finally did something. He threw five t, you know, he threw five tuds. Uh, Georgia looked very dominant. Yeah, they, fi you know, they, I, they I, finally I, I, woke up. I, I, yeah, finally, because I listened to you guys talk about this game uh, about how you thought Kentucky would give him a run for the I money. I, I agreed. I agree with you one hundred percent. But man, Georgia finally woke up. Uh, Michigan, in my opinion, finally woke up. I mean, this is the one of the first dominant wins Michigan has had, in my opinion, for this year. You know, because all the game you know, they have not they've been dominant on defense all year. I will not discredit that, but on offense, they have not been dominant. They were just dominant this game, top to bottom. Like basically, in my opinion, for Georgia, all year long, their defense has been like an S tier, A tier, right? You know, depending on if you want to include S or in the tier rankings or not, while their offense has been kind of like a B. You know what I mean? This was the first time Michigan really like, here we are, you know. Uh, Ohio State played incredible. OH. I.O., baby. I was very they played incredible. The first half. They played incredible in the fourth quarter. Yeah. They did not play a an incredible first three quarters, but they, they Ohio State together. is notorious for being a second-half team. I, that's true. I, yes, you are right. You are right. I will I will give you that much. But, yes, they did find a way. They did find a way to pull away, and that's all that matters. They got the dub. Exactly. Uh, Maryland is a lot better team than a lot of people were giving them credit that for. Is very, agreed. I, I, agreed, a, I, agreed. Maryland's going agreed. to be a trap game for a lot of teams coming up. Y'all hide I, watch. I, I said that win. in particular. They're gonna, baby. they're gonna win. They're gonna win a game. They're not supposed to win. It might be Michigan. Uh, it might be. Um, so uh, I'll skip a couple of these games. We'll follow back up to them here in a moment. 
Uh, Florida State, uh, they had a very dominant That's first quarter. That's the first time I've ever heard you call them just Florida State. Fuck Florida State, sorry. <laughs> slip of the tongue. I just got back it. from vacation, all right? Slip of the tongue, That's slip be, of the but, tongue. But you want to live in Florida... You want to go to Florida State? I don't want to go to Florida State. Campus. I don't want to. I don't want to go next to their campus. I'm good. I'm tickets. good. Look, man. Uh, while Miami is my my Florida school of choice, I'll be more than happy to stay <laughs> at the bounce house in Orlando. Okay, shout out to Orlando. I had a great vacation. Uh, uh, but Florida State had a dominant uh, first quarter. Um, you know, they kind of pulled in the second half too. But you know, you know, I, I just don't think Jordan Travis looked like a superstar this game. But you he know, didn't they, have to. Yeah, he didn't. Uh, but then the one thing that was just like. Really, want like the wow game of the week, in my opinion, was Louisville and Notre Dame. Yep. Sam Hartman throwing three picks, dropping this, you know, by not 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 even one score loss. Like you lost by two scores. Yeah. Man. I mean, you but you look you look at the last couple of weeks prior. They went to Duke, and they had a home game against Ohio State. Yeah. And both those games, they were so beat up from those two games. True. And, and you know, and one one of the things that I think we need to start doing is taking Louisville a little more serious. I agree to that. I think there was an even crazier game though. Uh the USC Arizona game. I yeah, three watched, overtimes. Yeah. I watched the first we were, we half. We were going we to follow up with that one because what the fuck happened there? I watched Pac the first half. Night, man. Pac yep. 12 after dark is a, a insane. It's, just, uh, it's a different uh, beast. Rest in peace to Pac 12. We don't get that anymore. <laughs> nope. And I and I, I did I did watch the first half of that game and then I was so tired I went to bed but I'm like when I saw it went to three overtimes I said You've got to be kidding me. Why did I go to bed? <laughs> right? Like, man, what a game that was, man. What is this? Is this that situation like we saw a couple times last year with USC where we're, we're seeing the cracks in the armor where USC is just not a contending team? Yes. Because that, that's how I feel about it. Is Link, they're, they're not Link, a contending team. Lincoln, Lincoln Riley is an offensive-minded guy. His He's defense never had a great defense. His defense ever. I don't know why they paid this guy bukus of money to come down there. I will never understand why. But hey, on the USC on, is not the 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 top team. It's not the second team. It's not the third team. I would even argue it's not even the fourth best team in the Pac-12. Really? I you know I might be on board with you because ah, I like it because honestly I would actually fight tooth and nail and I understand one of these teams lost this weekend. But I would actually agree with Jacob and fight tooth and nail that both the the, the states of Washington and Oregon I take would, take those that. top four I, spots. I would, I would take it because Washington, they, they Washington State, Oregon State, and Oregon. I, I would take those four over USC right now. Yeah, because uh, yeah, I, I would, I, I would, I would, uh, I would almost at the and big, I understand uh, that is tough. Washington I understand State's tough though. Yeah, I see would. that that's the kind of the hot take because they did lose this weekend to UCLA. Sorry, Jacob. Uh, but I mean, they they have a great offense. You know, like yeah. they have a great quarterback. I love Cam Ward. I mean, he's getting the job done. It's just, I mean, you, you you drop one, but I mean, let's be honest, USC is going to drop one, and you know, another, I mean, one team we're not even mentioning as well, and and they're not in the top four, but if if they had their starting quarterback, they would be, and that's Utah. If if yeah. if Cam Rising was in the picture, man, they would be in the top four too. Man, I, it's, if Pac-12, I'm so sad to see it go because we finally have hey, a great Pac-12. Such a high note. Man. I know, man. It fuck it. Like I would have much rather the Pac-12 go out on just an uh, just a brutal whippering fart. You know what I mean? Like one team only be dominant. It's like okay, yes, good, get good fucking riddance. But now here we are <laughs> with the conference, arguably the best it's ever been, and now the conference is dead. There are two teams left in the conference. 
<laughs> I do have a question as far as the Pac-12 goes. I don't know if we touched on this during the offseason when all of this shenanigans with the Pac-12 dissolving uh, first happened, but if the remaining teams in the Pac-12 merge with the Mountain West, would you consider that still a Power 5 conference? No. No. No, not even close. Well, you don't think so? Hold on, hold if on, hold on. Hang on. If Boise State... Whereas the Boise State of ten years ago, and if you had let's see, because you, you got BY well BYU is in the Big Twelve now they're not they're not even they, they, they left Mount West a while yep. ago they went independent and they, yeah they that's right they did go independent yep. you are right they did go independent but other than that you really don't have any well, big name I mean Air Force let's, 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 let's clarify let's clarify something just so I like, we're on the same page and I'm not confused in this as well when you're asking this question are you referring to this like what? What teams are we referring to? Like, are we referring to this after the news of UCLA and UCS, you know, USC only, or like what? What teams are you referring to would be merged? Are we talking just the remaining two Pac twelve, Pac two teams? Yes. So no. just Oregon State and Washington State. Just Oregon State and Washington then no, State. Then no. no. If this was like, let's say, pre the ACC move that happened recently where Stanford and Cal were still in the picture, I would even argue then, yeah, you know, Mountain West could become a Power 5 school because it's not just about football. You know what I mean? There are other things that these schools do bring to the table. You know, and if it was even before the news about Arizona and Arizona State and Colorado going to the Big 12, let's say all those are brought into the picture and the only four we know are leaving – are the four, you know, quote unquote, big dogs going to the Big Ten, and it's everyone else? I would say yes, a hundred percent. I would make that a Power Five. But even though I love Oregon State and I got a lot of respect for the Cougs, I would say no, it's not a power. It's not a Power Conference, unfortunately. Okay. Now, like I said, though, if it was before, if it was at least before the ACC news and Stanford and Cal was going with, I'd be arguing with you that it, it could be a Power Conference. I'd be arguing yeah. that. I could see them being a power five conference if it's Oregon State, Washington State, Air Force, Wyoming, Boise State, Fresno State, Hawaii, Colorado State, Utah State, and UNLV making a Pac-10. You you, you put Hawaii in that? Whoa. I did because really? you put Hawaii <laughs> there's, in that. There's, there's reasons why I include Hawaii, and that's because location. Okay. And the revenue that the school brings in. That would basically be the Vanderbilt of that conference with the exception. They would be. Pretty much. Pretty much. I, you always got to have a Vanderbilt. I like I mean, Stanford's a Vanderbilt in the Pac-12 right now. I mean, you got to have a Vanderbilt. L- listen. So the only, while, first off, I love you for that. I would argue <laughs> with you that Hawaii would not be included. And I would, and I have one very simple reason for it. Hawaii is only in the Mountain West for football. No other sports are they in the Mountain West. Yeah, because let's say basketball. I, I don't remember the conference they're a part of, but it's not like literally every athletics program they have is part of a, a separate conference. I'm pretty sure football is the only one that's Mountain West because the other conference they're primarily a part of does not have a football conference, or at least in Division One play. Maybe if they were to merge with a pack, whatever pack. Yeah, 10, no, no, no. See, I think that they would make that move. Yeah, see, if they could completely merge with the pack, then I think Hawaii as an entire school would make the move. I do agree with you on that, but I don't think the pack would reach out to Hawaii. Is what I'm saying. 
Yeah. I, I get that. But I mean, like Hawaii's, you know, got some good programs, you know, in other athletics, especially volleyball. I mean, they're like, they, besides this past year, I think UCLA won the men's volleyball. I think Hawaii won like two or three in a row. Women's volleyball is really good. I mean, they've got good athletics in, in other, you know, for other sports, but yep. uh, it's just, you know, they are in the Big West that's, Conference. That's what it is. I was Big trying West. to remember which one. I couldn't remember if it was the WAC or if it was the Big West. No, nah, WAC's it, it, it long is. dead. Yep, that, that be out. You're right. The whack is long, and, so, and BYU is in the Big Twelve, by the way. Yep, yep. Yeah, that was part of the moves this past year. Because this past year, the Big Twelve gained USC, BYU, Houston, and Cincy. That was that was this past year's relocation stuff. But uh, no, I mean, out of all the things that you named to create a new Pac-10, Hawaii is the only outlier to me. I don't think the Pac would reach out to Hawaii. I think they'd I think they'd reach out to someone else. Who all did you say again? So it was Oregon State, Washington State, and who was uh, so Wyoming. Air Force, Boise, Fresno, there's six. Who were the other ones? I know you said Hawaii. So who was the other three? Yeah. So altogether, it was obviously Oregon State, Washington State, yeah. uh, Air Force, Wyoming, Boise State, UNLV. Okay. Because Vegas. Vegas, yep. Yeah. Fresno State, Colorado State, Hawaii, and uh, Utah State. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I definitely see the logic behind it. Um, let me go look at, uh, the mountain West real quick. Cause I, I, I would like, I actually, you know what? Hold on. Are they still independent or they go to a conference? No, they went to a conference. I forgot what conference I was going to say. What about New Mexico state, but they went to a conference already. All right. So guys, I am going to head to my daughter's game, but I'm going to call on the phone on my way. So, okay. That's I right. Will, yeah, I will, yeah, I will yeah. be in and out. Okay. That's fine, man. Um, let's see. Did you say San Diego state? I did not. I think they would reach out to San Diego State before they reach out to Hawaii, personally. Yeah, think so. I, I think so. I think San Diego State has a little bit more clout than Hawaii right now. Not when it comes to football, it doesn't. I think San Diego State would stick with basketball and baseball. That's fair. That's very fair. Anyway. Um, okay. Um... Where, where, what were we talking about? Oh, we were just going through games and we got a hard sidetracked. Yeah. That's what it was. <laughs> uh, no, one thing I was going to, I was going to say though, you know, cause obviously we already touched on USC with Lincoln Riley and everything, you know, just not being a defensive minded coach at all. But on the other side of things, his replacement over in Oklahoma got a massive win this past weekend. Uh, Brent Venables getting a big win over number three, Texas, Oklahoma catching that dub. How you feeling about that one? He desperately needed that. I agree. I think if it, if he wouldn't have won that game, it would have been even hotter, like to the right. boiling point. Yeah, no, I, I agree to that. Um, you know, Texas is a team that I really thought could have gone undefeated this year. I, I real I acknowledged a couple of hot spot games, this being one of them. But, you know, does this solidify Oklahoma as just like a great team for you for this year? Or is it just like, okay, you know, they're a good team. They got a great win, but they're not going to like, they're not going to go much further than this. Yeah. I honestly think that oh, this, this solidifies Oklahoma as winning the big 12 this season. Okay. Yeah. I, I do agree that they're going to win the big 12, but what about like college football playoff? Do you think they're going to go even further? Cause I say, I no. don't think so. Just historically speaking, the big 12 does not have good, uh, good terms with the college football playoff committee. That's true, especially after last year with TCU. Yeah. <laughs> Lord have mercy, Jesus, Christ, Jesus Christ, man, that was brutal. 
Now, Oklahoma does have one more top 25 uh, game, at least as of right now, against Kansas. By the time they play West Virginia, West Virginia might be ranked too, because I think West Virginia... Yeah, West Virginia only has one loss this season. They're four and one. Right. And that was their week one loss against Penn State. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. No, I mean, I, I definitely agree with you that I think Oklahoma is going to end up winning the Big 12. But I'm also, I think I'm I'm really in agreement with you on the college football playoff thing, though. Yeah, I, I I just, I don't, this is a great win for the, for the, the program to win the, the conference, but I just don't see it going much further beyond that. Yeah, uh, unfortunately. I, I agree. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, we didn't get to Arkansas losing before Ricky left, so I make sure to shout that out. Shout out to the Arkansas losing. Yahoo. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> shout out to that. I also loved uh, from last week's episode with you boys how you guys touched on Wyoming and Fresno State, how it could be one of the games of the week, and it was definitely one of the games of the week. Uh, Wyoming getting that big dub over uh, Fresno State, who was ranked at the time. So big shout out to that. Uh, that was a big game for the Mountain West. That was a massive game for the Mountain West. Huge. Yeah. Huge. Um, let's see. Is there any other college games that we want to touch on? Uh, we were mostly touching on ranked stuff. Is there any unranked team stuff that we want to touch on or anything? Not that I can think of. Get a quick glance here yeah, real quick. I'm, I'm glancing too. Uh, let's see. Bobcats staying pretty uh pretty competitive. They're just annihilating every team they come across at this yeah. point. Uh, I think that might be the best that I can do. I'm not sure. Jacob, would you happen to know if I changed scene collection, would it end the stream? I don't think it would. I don't think so. Let's risk it to get the biscuit, shall we? <laughs> Let's see what happens if I change if I change scene collection. Hold on. Let's let's see. Did it work? Are we still live? <laughs> I think I think I think it worked. Hold on. I think yeah, it, it works. We're we're good. We're okay. Good. All right. Bet bet. Now let me let me turn on my camera now. Uh, I think it's God. I have too many cameras. Is it this one? No, it's this one. Or is it this one? One of these is mine. I don't know which one. <laughs> oh, there it was. There it was. All right, hold on. We're, we're figuring it out. All right, we're back. <laughs> oh, we're back. We're back. All right. I, gotta... I think as far as uh, unranked games go, the best unranked game this week was Marshall and NC State. You know, I, I looked at that game just now, and I was thinking the same thing personally. Yeah, I think that was an electric game this past weekend. Um, let's see. Hey, UConn got a dub finally. Shout out to that. I, I heard you guys talk about UConn and shout and shit on all my teams. Thanks for that, guys. <laughs> Appreciate you. Appreciate you for that one. I right, man. Uh, you, Hi, I mean, between UConn and Hawaii, I think your best bet is to stick with Hawaii, man. Look, man, listen. Number one, I will definitely stick with Hawaii. I love my bows, baby. Um, but like I saw a post right before we went live where it's like, uh, from, um, you know, where they said our, our, our updated, most disappointed fan bases of 2023, Miami's on there. Clemson's on there. UCF's on there. So we're already got two of my teams on there. Notre Dame's on there. Texas A&M's on there. 
and UConn's on there, and I agree 100. I like I I'm not gonna call myself a diehard UConn fan or anything, but I did have very high expectations for this program, where I thought they could have got you know a nice eight win season or something, you know, go to a bowl game and stuff. But holy crap, they have just dropped the ball across the board. Uh, it's very unfortunate, is what it is. Um, but yeah, is there anything else college wise we want to shout? I guess while Ricky's here, Ricky, do you want to talk about Arkansas? Or are you feeling good about it? No. <laughs> Why would I want to talk about a team that lost again? Why would I want to do that? I've already, I've already given my my little my little blistering on the Cowboys. I mean, I've I've already given my rant about the Hawks. Four straight losses, and there's about to be a fifth. <laughs> oh my god! And the fact that Arkansas, Alabama is one of our picks this week makes me sick. You're welcome. <laughs> I wasn't going to do it, but I'm glad someone else took the shot. <laughs> uh, you're welcome. I'm glad I was able to help out. Uh, also, let's. Uh, I guess we can get to picks, knock the show out. I do have bad news. Unless you put the pick in um, for the two games that's going on right now, you're not going to be able to count it because I can't, I can't submit. So. Yeah, I wasn't able to either. Yeah, it is what it is. Uh, it looks like, Ricky, you're the only person out of all of us that was able to get the game in. Uh, so that is unfortunate. Anyways, it's okay. That is unfortunate for everyone else. Uh, I don't think I might can go in and adjust it later. I don't know though. Uh, let me actually take a quick little gander here. Yeah, we need to. I guess we need to, Ricky. I guess we need to pay attention to when if we get Tuesday games. I didn't fucking notice. I sure as shit did not. I didn't even pay attention. I'm, I'm not gonna lie to you. I didn't even pay attention. Uh, let's see. Let's see if I can edit your pick. Uh, which one is that one for? Yeah, that's okay. Let's do edit. Well, uh, actually, I think I can just delete your entry. So let me see if I can do that. If I can just delete your entry. So delete entry. You're about to delete the entry. Uh, yeah, that's fine. All right. And so you have no entry for this week. So let me go back to commission console game selection. All right, cool. I can take the games off. All right, bet. So let me take those off. I'm going to grab a couple of random games here. There was at least one that I saw that I thought looked kind of intriguing. Let me see if I can find There it is. Florida, South Carolina. We'll throw that one in there. And we will throw in... God, I don't know. Um, so we'll throw in San Diego State and Hawaii just for the shits. Hey, San Diego State's only a minus five and a half favorite, baby. So let's get it. So there you go. I got the games updated for us, boys. We're good to go. Uh, oh, of course you put the bows on there. Hell yeah, baby. Go bows, <laughs> baby. Uh, Steve just popped in chat and said, I can't believe I left Moss on the bench versus Ricky. Unfortunate. I've had a, I've had a couple times that this fantasy season shot to Jacob for giving me my first loss. And when I've already, I should have had already like three losses. I've been fucking lucky as shit. I am not, I was not an undefeated team at all. My team sucks. Uh, but anyway, uh, well, when I saw Travis Etienne pop off, I'm like, okay, well, here's another L. Yeah. <laughs> and then it just all went to shit. It all went to shit. <laughs> anyway. All right. Let's, let's get to picks. Let's knock things out. Cause I'm hungry and I got food ready. All right. So let me turn on the old intro for a little throwback here as always. So we'll start with college here. Uh, all right. So Tulane and Memphis this is a pretty big game in that conference. I'm looking forward to seeing the result of this one. Who we got here. Taking too late. Memphis on this is actually, one. yeah, Memphis. Memphis has actually been exceptionally good this yep. year, but I think Tulane, Tulane defensively is is a much better team. I'm a, I'm also going to take Tulane. Uh, Tulane as well. 
Arkansas and Alabama, Ricky. Man, what? Come on, man. You know what? <laughs> you two assholes are going to pick Alabama. I'm picking Arkansas. Who picks who? I'm kidding. I'm not picking Arkansas. I'm not picking Arkansas. It's not going to happen. I'm picking Alabama. Screw this. Move on. Hey, Ricky, can I get a roll well, tide out of you? Arkansas won. Can I get a roll tide out of you? I, I actually like Alabama. I actually like Nick Saban in Alabama. I'll say roll tide all day. Wow. All right, Alabama. Ew. That's what I got, of course. All right, Georgia Southern, James Madison. Uh, this one's tough, but give me give me James Madison on this one. Georgia Southern. Good pick. I'm also going to stick with Georgia Southern, even though I think James Madison being at home, it's going to give them a good advantage, but Georgia Southern's playing good football right now. All right, North Dakota State, North Dakota. Give me North Dakota State, but North Dakota's been playing some pretty damn good ball this year. I will give them that. Yeah, and North North Dakota State has, uh, I think, I'm trying to remember who they lost. They, they had an upset here they not lost too long South ago. Dakota. Uh, yeah, they, they did lose South Dakota. I don't think they lose to North Dakota. I think they find a way to get the dub. I agree. Yeah, I agree. Florida and South Carolina, give me the Cox, baby. Yeah, Florida cannot put two games together for nothing. Um, I'm also going to take South Carolina. I cannot believe South Carolina's favorite in this game, even even as a two and three team. <laughs> Give me the Cox. Hell yeah. I love, I love Cox. Hell yeah. All right. <laughs> Texas A&M and Tennessee. <laughs> I'm calling for the upset. Give me Texas A&M. I'm also calling for the upset. Let's make it a three-peat. Calling for the upset. Let's get it. All right. <laughs> Iowa and Wisconsin. Uh, give me Wisconsin at home. But this one's kind of this one's going to be close, I think. Both yeah. teams have a great defense. Go ahead, Ricky. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I was just going to say both teams have a pretty great defense. Offensively, both of them kind of suck. Um, Wisconsin is at home. I'm good. That's the only reason I'm picking Wisconsin. Picking Wisconsin because Cade McNamara is out for the season for Iowa. So their season is done. Yeah, true. I actually did not see about that news, but I agree the season's done. All right. So Marshall, Georgia State. Uh, give me hesitantly Georgia State. Going with Marshall. I will also, I will also agree with uh, Georgia State. Hesitantly, though? Hesitantly, yes. <laughs> All right, next up, Arizona and Washington State. Give me the Cougs in this one. They're going to get a bounce back. But Arizona played really well last week against USC. I think they'll play well against the Cougs here, but I still think the Cougs are going to come back. Oh, this is such a trap game. It is. It's a trap game for, for the Cougs, 100%. I'm rocking Washington State, but I would not be surprised if this game goes the distance and Arizona pulls it off. I agree with you. Yeah, Arizona has played a, played very, very tremendous. Uh, but this is a road game for them. Give me Washington State. All right, Kansas State, Texas Tech. This one's kind of tough to pick. Kansas State has not played up to expectations, but neither has Texas Tech, though. Uh, I feel like these are just two middle-of-the-pack teams for the Big 12. This is kind of tough. I'm, I'm going to take Kansas State. I think they're going to have a bounce back this week. I really hope K-State does have a bounce uh, back. Will Howard has not been playing up to his potential at all this season for them. And 
it, it really shows with their record. I mean, he has a nine and seven touchdown interception ratio. Um, give me Texas Tech. Give me Kansas State hesitantly. Uh, all right, next up, is anyone going to have the balls to pull the upset here? Wyoming and Air Force. It's going to be a good game. Let, every me, time, let, me, let me stress that. Every but. time, every time I pick against one of the military schools, I always lose. So it doesn't matter who I pick, <laughs> because whoever I pick is going to lose. Give me Air Force. Ah, oh, damn it. This man. comes down to do we think Air Force is a better or worse team than Fresno State is currently this season? They're, I think Air better. Force is a better team than they're, Fresno they're State. Better. I think Air Force can close this game out, and I, yeah, I'm picking Air Force to win. I'm going to pick Air Force too, but I'm kind of scared now since Ricky picked Air Force. It's kind of it's kind of <laughs> like me how I can never pick a Bears game right, so uh, we'll see how that one goes. All right. Uh, next up, Missouri and Kentucky. I'm picking Missouri in this one. Yeah, give me the upset. Yeah, the only oh gosh, I really want to I really want to stick with Kentucky, but they looked so bad last week, and I think they just got exposed. Missouri should have won that game last week. And they they had a fourth quarter meltdown. I think they bounced back this week. Give me the give me Mizzou. Uh, Steve said for his last two picks, he picked Air Force, Kentucky, uh, following alongside of us here. Uh, next up, my Miami Hurricanes and North Carolina. Miami should not be ranked after last week. Give me North Carolina. I do agree. We should not be ranked after that. But uh... and, and North Carolina's. What's scary is North Carolina starting to figure everything out. Give me North Carolina. Give me North Carolina, unfortunately. Uh, all right, USC and Notre Dame. USC coming off that dub, but it was a close one, sure. And then Notre Dame coming off a disappointing loss to Louisville. Who do we got here? I'm kind of feeling USC in this one. Yeah, this comes down to whether or not if Sam Hartman can have a shootout like how Arizona had last week with USC. That's and true. I, after the last couple games with Notre Dame. I I don't have faith in that. Give me USC. Okay. The only thing that really would help Notre Dame is that they do have a much better defense than what USC does. And this is a first true uh road game. I mean, not while I know USC's been on the road, but as far as um as far as like a contender goes, this is going to be the first time that USC's actually going to be contested against a hard-nosed defense. I'm taking Notre Dame. Yeah, I'll go ahead and lock in USC, but, man, this one could go either way. Uh, for the last two picks, Steve said North Carolina, Notre Dame for him. Uh, next up, UCLA and the Beavs. Uh, this is going to be a tough one, but give me the Beavs, though. Let's go Beavs, baby. Listen, Oregon yeah, State's Yeah, UCLA had a very, very good – Yeah, UCLA had a very good game last week, but I think the Beavs are going to win this one. Yeah, Oregon State has to have retribution uh, for Washington State as the final two pack pack teams. Give me Oregon State. I got you, homie. We got you this weekend. Uh, next up, NC State and Duke. Give me Duke in this one. This game probably not going to be very close. I think Duke's probably going to win this game by at least by at least ten or by at least ten points or so. NC State's been playing <laughs> rough though. They've been they've been giving some giving people some quarrels. Uh, I'm gonna take Duke, but I think this game's gonna be close. Okay. 
Uh, next up, the last game before our game of the weeks, uh, we have San Diego State and Hawaii. You know who it's all about, baby. Give me the bows coming out of a bye week. Let's go, Bows. Let's go. Let's go, baby. You know, look, guys, if Braden Schrager could get down his interceptions, he would have some damn good stats for this season because the dude's doing well in TDs and yards. He's got a lot of picks. He's got like seven picks, but the dude's crushing it in yards and TDs right now. If he just got down his damn interceptions, we would we would be looking – we'd be setting pretty. What about you, Ricky? Uh, if you would If you would have picked Arkansas to beat Alabama, I would have picked – hawaii to beat san diego state i'm not doing it san diego state kiss my ass all right next up uh we have our fbs game of the week and to no surprise it is the big pac 12 showdown of oregon and washington how are we feeling on this one boys this one's tough I don't know if or as or i don't know if oregon's even been tested yet haven't are their games basically blowouts uh, I think you're right. I don't think they've been truly tested yet. Yeah. Yeah, they haven't. And Portland, Portland State, uh, Texas Tech, Hawaii, Colorado, Stanford. They've all, besides Tech, Texas Tech was the only close game. They only won by eight points. Okay. <sighs> and what Washington, I think they've been, I think they've had some early tests. This one's hard. I, I'm reluctantly really picking hard. Washington, but I, I'm going to pick Washington. I think this is probably the hardest game of the week we've had, we've picked so far this I season. I agree, because I really don't know what to pick. Yep. <laughs> Steve says Washington for him, and he's also picking yeah. the Bose. Fuck you, Steve. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take Washington on this one. I think Washington has a better overall team than Oregon does. <sighs> Give me the Huskies. That one's hard. That won't go either way. All right, next up, FCS game of the week. We have the Montana Grizz versus the Idaho Vandals. Give me the Vandals, baby, in the Kibbe Dome. Let's go. Yeah, this, this, I think this could be a very, very ball game. I want to take the Grizz, but the Vandals are at home. Give me the Vandals. Let's go, baby. Yeah, I'll take Idaho. Let's go, baby. All right, and then, of course, we have our terrible game of the week presented by ATFS. Uh, UAPB at Mississippi Valley State. These dog shit schools. Give me Mississippi Valley State because UAPB just absolutely stinks. I know UAPB is at least won a game, in, unlike Mississippi Valley State, but UAPB's got almost got nothing going on for it. True, I agree. Yeah, I, I think UAPB. He's about to clean some house. They're they're really fed up with the program right now, uh, especially being in the town of Palm Bluff. You do hear it quite a bit. They're not as bad as Mississippi Valley State guys. UAPB's going to win this game. Okay. All right. Uh, Ricky, you got time to run through NFL, or do you got to go? Oh, we can do NFL. All right, let's, bet. let's hop in NFL. Let's finish things up real quick. All right, Thursday night, boys. Uh, KC, that's a given. Denver, KC. <laughs> yep. Yeah, not even a question. Moving on. <laughs> All right, next up, Baltimore and Tennessee. I'm going to take Tennessee on this one. Baltimore. Uh, Baltimore. Washington and Atlanta. Uh, give me Atlanta on this one. It's going to be a close game. I will I'll also take, take Atlanta. Washington. Washington and Atlanta, okay. Uh, Detroit and Tampa. Give me Detroit. 
Give me the upset. Give me Tampa Bay. Wow. I'm t- I'm taking Detroit as well. Okay. Next up, San Fran and Cleveland. Gonna be a massacre. Give me San Fran. Agreed. Agreed. New Orleans and Houston. Give me Houston. Houston. I'm taking the Saints. Ooh. Okay. All right. Uh, next up, uh, Carolina and Miami. Give me my give me Miami by sixty three points. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> <laughs> next. <laughs> All right, Seattle and Cincy. Uh, give me Cincy. Give me Cincy. Yeah, Cincy, Cincy. All right. Indian Jacksonville. Give me Duval, baby. You know who it's all about. Even though I'm scared Minshew Mania is about to run wild in Jacksonville. Man, I don't know. I kind of want to pick Indy then. I, it's in Jacksonville. I think Minshew Mania is about to fucking run wild where it started. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, yeah, give me no. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm taking Jacksonville. Do my does my Alex love is having an existential crisis do, right now? <laughs> what is more important right now, my love for Gardner Minshew or my love for the Jaguars? Oh my God! Yeah, Gardner Minshew, man, Gardner Minshew, all day. You ride that train till the day he retires. Give me Indy. Minshew Mania is about to run wild where I'm it started. <laughs> Minshew Mania is about to run wild where it started. All right. Oh God, that was that was the hardest pick of this week. Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, all right, next up, Minnesota and Chicago. I can't believe I'm saying this, but give me Chicago. Oh, yeah, me I agree. I'm taking Chicago as well. All right, next up, New England and Vegas. Uh, this is going to be a shit show. <laughs> I don't. I mean, Bill Belichick doesn't really lose to his former coaches, so you. I kind of want to lean New England on this one. Give me New England. Bill O'Brien said that Mac Jones will be starting this week, so give me Vegas. Okay. I also take Vegas. Arizona and the Rams. Give me the Rams. Yeah, give me give me the Rams in a close one. Yeah, close game. Definitely close game. Upset alert for the Rams, but I'm taking the Rams. Okay. Philly and the Jets. Give me Philly. Gentlemen, there are three teams who I have been absolutely 100% correct on so far this year from the from our run your pool, and Philly is one of them. I'm taking the upset. I'm picking the Jets. Yeah, I really oh. want to take the Jets here too. I really do. Uh, convince me, Ricky, please hurry. Cowboys are beating my my daughter's team fourteen to nothing so far. So I mean, if that get, if that helps you any, I mean, you look at uh, but right now so far. If you look at uh, Jalen Hurts' numbers, they're not much better than Dax. Taking the Jets. <laughs> wow, I'm sticking with the Eagles. All right, Giants <laughs> and Buffalo. Give me the Bills in a messy game. Yep, agreed. Yeah, un- unfortunately, it is going to be a messy game. I will also take the Bills. All right, boys, you're back on prime time. Dallas and the Chargers. <laughs> Why the hell are we on prime time? <laughs> both of you on prime time. God bless. Dallas and Chargers both here on Monday night. This is going to be a weird, weird game. 
I'm going to pick the Chargers. I think Kellen Moore is going to oh. beat the fuck out of you guys. So I have been absolutely 100% correct about Dallas, Philly, and the Jaguars so far this season. And I did pick the I did pick the Chargers to beat the Cowboys. I will take the Chargers in this game. <laughs> I'll take Dallas. <laughs> Begrudgingly. Very much so. <laughs> Well, that guys us through all of our picks of the week. Good job, boys. <clears throat> it's going to be a good weekend of football, I think. I think college is going to be better this weekend than NFL. I agree. There's a lot of good college matchups this week. All right, uh, boys, you got anything else? If not, I'm going to hit the music. We're going to get out of here. And go ahead and hit the music. My internet, for whatever reason, is very unstable. But y'all have a good one. All right. See you, Ricky. All right. Jacob, any last thoughts? No. No. I'll keep my thoughts in my head. Until next week. Sad thoughts. Sad thoughts. Okay. Until next week. We can can let it all out. Yeah, we can let it all out. But, hey, we have one thing to look forward to this weekend. That's Minshew Mania running wild. Let's go, baby. I can't wait. It better be televised. <laughs> Look, like, I mean, like, I obviously, like, I love the Jags, but I fucking love Gardner Minshew. I love what this dude's about. Okay. All right. I really want, he's a starting quarterback in this league. I will beat that drum forever. So, it, I mean, it would suck as a Jags fan, but it would also be kind of cool to see him get, you want to see players that you love get redemption from the teams that let them go. You know what I mean? You want to see that. Even if in my case, it's Gardner Minshew beating the Jags. If when Fields leaves the Bears, I want to see him beat the fuck out of Chicago. Desperately. Absolutely. Like, it's, just, it's just what you want. So, I mean, it's going to be a great weekend. Oregon and Washington is going to be absolutely electric. Can't wait for that. A lot of good games Heisman across the game board. right there. A it lot is. of Heisman potential right in that game. Correct. It's going to be, dude, there's a lot of good ranked matchups this weekend. A lot of good games this weekend. Can't wait for it. Uh, glad to be back in the saddle after my vacation. Vacation was wonderful, but I definitely missed the show. Uh, 100%. I love doing this show so much. Um, but uh, make sure to come back next week. Come chat with us. Hang out. Join the Discord. All that stuff. Buy a jersey. We got sick jerseys. A referral links down below. Go to Rogue Energy. You can use promo code SPARKY3 to get 10% off and support the brand. And we would be forever grateful for that. Shout out to everyone who bought some Rogue during the 50% off can sale. Appreciate you guys. You guys are awesome. I get all the emails for the sales. So I appreciate everyone. You guys are legendary. Uh, until next time, guys. Have a good one. Bye. All right. Oh wait, I'm on the wrong thing. There we go.